Let's revisit our top story today. Premier David Eby and Solicitor General Mike Farnworth announced where drugs can be consumed in public spaces during BC's uh, drug decriminalization pilot project. Um, the province is moving to ban consumption of drugs within a six-meter radius of building entrances, uh, within six meters of bus stops, 15 meters uh, within playgrounds and wading pools and spray pads and skate parks. And in addition, drug use will be completely banned at parks, beaches, and sports fields. Uh, Premier David Eby uh, talked to the press about the issue today. Take a listen. It enables police to use this as a tool to redirect people to services and appropriate locations instead of using hard drugs in areas used by families, people going to work, or business people. When people use the appropriate government-funded overdose prevention site, it is a chance to connect them to services to get them into care that they need. That was Premier David Eby earlier today. He was also joined by our next guest, uh, Mike Farnworth, as BC's Minister of Public Safety, and he joins us now. Minister, thank you for speaking to us today. My pleasure. Is this going to be enough in your mind in regards to protecting the public uh, in regards to this particular pilot project? Uh, I believe it is. Um, We did quite a bit of consultation with um, health officials, with health providers, uh, with police, with local community, with people who lived experience, and with uh, UBCM, um, First Nations Health Authority, for example. And, and it, I think this does respond to the concerns that, that we've certainly heard from people and, and, and local governments around the ability uh, to move people to away from uh, parks and playgrounds and areas where, 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 where families are mm-hmm. and kids are. Uh, I spoke to a Kamloops councillor and, and a Maple Ridge councillor the, during the 3 o'clock hour uh, on this announcement. Generally, they're very supportive of what the government's doing. Uh, other communities, as you know, uh, over the last seven months during this uh, pilot project moved quickly to, to introduce local bylaws to deal with some of the challenges that this particular piece of legislation is addressing. Do you think you could have gone further, though, in regards to, you know, in this case, you have um, 15 minutes, meters of a playground and I think in some cases six meters of a bus stop. So I think in Kamloops, they just ban all uses uh, on sidewalks and public spaces. Could you have gone further here? I think what we've tried to do is to strike a balance, recognizing that um, uh, that decrim- decriminalization, for example, was never about the ability to use uh, drugs whenever and wherever you wanted. Um, it is a public health issue. Uh, people with an addiction have a public health issue, and that's what it's about. And so, and the other thing that we want to ensure is to try and have as much as possible a comprehensive. Uh, not a patchwork approach, but a province-wide approach of, of, of rules in place. Um, and the reason why we came up with it the way we did was because it's very similar to the rules that we have around smoking, uh, alcohol, and cannabis consumption. And so it's easy for local officials to be able to, everyone to understand, to be able to put in place um, it's, it does what police asked for, which is the ability to move people on uh, from, uh, you know, from playgrounds where, where families and kids are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably almost impossible to answer. I'm going to ask you anyway. Is, do you think the pilot project has been a success so far? I think the, the pilot project was put in place recognizing, and it's a three-year pilot project, recognizing that, you know what, 12,000 people in this province have died. Um, and from the toxic drug uh, crisis. And it's something that's happened right across this country, right across North America. And in, in, in putting in place how we deal with it, you know, the traditional methods, police were telling us we're not working, health officials were, not, were telling us we're not working, that we needed to do other measures. 
Uh, and that's why this pilot project was, was, was put in place. And it was done after consultation with all of those groups, with um, you know, health providers, with people with lived experience. But at the same time, we also recognize, you know what, we have to have, when we're doing a pilot, we have to be able to respond to concerns as they arise. And we, you know, we've heard from uh, people, we've heard from local communities, and this bill is, an, is, is a balance between, um, you know, there'll be those who say it goes too far and those who say it doesn't go far enough. And this is a balance between recognizing that people with a health issue, this addiction, need to be able to get the, the services they need. At the same time, you know, the public has, has the right, families have the right to be able to go to a park mm-hmm. and, and not have to worry about their kids being exposed to public drug use. Now, what do you say, uh, there was a press conference yesterday from VanDu, the Vancouver Network of Drug Users, uh, and they were saying what is actually needed is um, more inhalation sites, uh, safe inhalation sites, uh, and more safe consumption sites to actually deal with this. You've bylaws like this, or uh, sorry, uh, the uh, provincial legislation like this isn't going to help deal with this issue. What do you say to that? Well, um, I understand where they're coming from, and and that's why you know we've got in the budget over a billion dollars in terms of mental health and addiction funding. Uh, that's why we're we're working with local governments, with health authorities, to ensure that we've got overdose prevention sites, that we have those areas, those safe places where people who have uh, an addiction can go and use safely, and not, you know, and 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 there's people there to ensure that that they're you know they don't die, um, and so that work continues. We're committed to doing that. Uh, what we're also recognized though is is that that public su- and the public supports those measures. But the public also has a right to expect that when they take their kids to a park, for example, or someone's a senior's going to a bus stop, or uh, you know, uh, kids going to a bus stop, and people are going to work at bus stops, that they're not exposed and they don't have to deal with with open drug use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what this is about. It's that balance. My final question to you uh, with this pilot project, and I understand why we're doing it, and you, you've articulated it very well in regards to the uh, uh, this emergency that we're dealing with that has been ongoing for a very long time. But do you think this program itself, the de- drug decriminalization, is destined for failure amongst the public because they don't see the other two pillars. Um, I was talking about those two other pillars, which is enforcement and secondly, treatment centers, that if we don't focus on those other two elements, that drug decriminalization as a pilot project is destined for failure. That's why it's important that we're doing the legislation that we are today. It shows the public that we are listening uh, to their concerns. And at the same time, it also is, is, is crucial for government to continue to uh, invest in those services, the overdose prevention sites, the inhalation sites, that, that the treatment facilities and the treatment is there for people who need to access it. It isn't one thing, it is a full spectrum that needs to be in place, and that's what we're committed to doing. And if we do that, then I think the, 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 this program, this pilot project, will in fact succeed. Minister, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. My pleasure.